Welcome everyone to Coaching in a Session. My name is Michael Raritan, and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the person within you. Because and when we think about it, do we really understand who we are? Many people don't take the time out to realize, hey, I'm this type of person. I like to do this. I'm this type of learner. They just kind of go with the flow. And many people will go with the flow in life. Sometimes they get what they want. Sometimes they don't. But for the people who don't get what they want, how can we start to give you the things that you want, right? Because in life, there's not a limit to how much you can accomplish. You can have as much success as you want, how much money you want, how much love and admiration. All of that is for you to take. Because when we look at our character, the person on the inside, we can adjust it in any way we want. Now, I'm not saying to pretend to be someone you're not, but what I am saying is learning how to be honest with yourself. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today, about my recent blog, The Person Within, and then being honest with yourself, being true to who you are. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share the video and or audio, depending on if you're a podcast listener or a video listener. Now, getting into the blog, we head over to reverendconcepts.com, we go over to the resource tab, hit blog, and then the most recent blog will be on top. And the blog that already came out, because the blogs come out every Sunday, 10 a.m., so you can always follow the blog so you can get an email or you can get a notification saying the blog is released. Well, today, we're going to be talking about the person within. And there's going to be three aspects that we're going to be talking about And I hit it in my first paragraph here. It goes into depth, as you can see from my video watchers. It goes in depth on breaking this down. And I'm going to do my best to break it down as much as possible in our podcast episode. So the person within is going to be separated by three categories per se. Now, the first self is going to be the person who we show the world. And this is a person that everyone sees. You go out of your house, you go to the grocery store, this is the person you show them, right? This is the person you show the world. Then we have a second person. And that second person or second self is going to be the person we only show our close family members. Now, that can even be our partners and our spouses. It could be mom, dad, brother, sister, siblings, cousins, uncles, aunts. All of that is going to be for our closest family members. Now, if you're not close to your family members, then you're just going to show those family members what you show the world. And then we get down to the nitty-gritty. And the nitty-gritty is going to be our third person in our truest self. That person is going to be our truest person, our truest self, our truest actualization of who we are, how our thoughts are, This is a person we don't show the world. We're going to get into the reasons why a little bit later, but let's break down one, two, and three, the different persons, and then which person is the best, right? Because we have three people. Which person should we allow to just run free and not have to hide anymore? Because maybe there is a way for us to say our true self should not be hidden anymore. So getting into the first self, the person we show the world. Now, this is going to be just your cordial type of person. I'm not talking about social media. Social media 
kind of skews this a little bit because we can pretend to be someone we're not online because we have the cover up of the computer. We are not public speaking to anyone. We are literally typing on a keyboard. So what we show the world behind the keyboard is not necessarily going to be 100% valid. If someone is talking tough on the internet, if someone is talking tough and saying they do this and that they are boasting that they have all this money and they wear all this designer clothes, take it with a grain of salt. You just have to understand the authenticity of people can be viewed. I can look at a person, I can tell their energy, I can tell if they're honest, I can tell if they're truthful, I can tell if they're a good person to have in my life. But you have to understand, I had to go through a lot of bad people in order to get the good people to realize what makes a good person. It was not an easy task because you have to learn this skill, and this is a valuable skill. We should talk about it maybe Wednesday on how to identify people because it's a skill that everyone can learn, but many people do not choose to learn it because it requires a high level of thinking. And many people don't want to think past, well, what do I have to do today? What do I have to do maybe tomorrow? Right? So we get to a point where we say, okay, I'm done thinking. Now, when we are going out into the world, we're showing the world who we are. Now, it could be a cover-up. It could be that you're two-faced and when you get home, you just hate the world. You hate everyone. You don't want to go to that job anymore because everyone is just not the personality that you enjoy. So we just put on a face. We put on a mask and we say, this is who I'm going to pretend to be today. I'm going to pretend to be happy. I'm going to pretend to be loving and affectionate and caring. But that's not really who you might be. You might be a person who likes silence. You might like your own privacy. So depending on who you show the world is going to determine, okay, well, what do you show your family, right? And when we show the person to the world that we do, how close of a representation is that person to your truest self? Because I find it can be close, but it can be far off. For example, Have you ever heard of a story of someone who might have been a swinger, right? So they're so quiet in the day and they're happy and they're friendly and they're just keeping to themselves, very polite. And then at night when the lights are off and no one is watching, guess what? They're going out and they're swinging, right? If you don't know what swinging is, Google. It's going to be a different personality, right, to be a swinger like that because If you're just going to be nice and be calm, if you were ever in that situation where you weren't nice and calm with the people you have already showed, hey, I'm this type of person, they're going to be like, what? You're this type of person? I didn't know. Because you show people what you want to show them. This can be for any relationship, any person, any environment. You can show people exactly what you want to show them. And and this can be a good thing. I find it to be more powerful to not show my full hand when I go into a situation. For example, if I'm going to do a meeting presentation, something like that, I'm not going to write a whole laundry list of the things I've accomplished in my life. Now, of course, you can do your digging. You can find out, oh, wow, you did this, you did that. That's cool. You're this skilled at this. Wow, I, I didn't know. 
Of course you didn't know. I'm not over here to be braggadocious. I'm over here to be humble and to understand that I have something to offer, but at the same time, I'm not going to shove it down your throat. And I don't even shove my coaching down my clients' throats. It is there for them to take. It's there for them to leave. When they leave their home, they can take my ideas, tools that I give them, and they can utilize them. Or they can say, this is not a tool that I'm going to utilize in my life or maybe in a given day. However, many of them do choose to use the tools that I give them because it is associated with their energy. So the person that you show the world, once I figure out that, and once I figure out how you act on your family, and once I figure out how you act on the inside, I know you. I read you like a book at that point. It's not to take advantage either. It's to help you get to the next level. Because while we are hiding something, our true self, we're just pretending. We're showing the world something that doesn't necessarily have to be there. Of course, if you're trying to remain low-key, mysterious, and humble, then of course, how you are perceived from the eyes of the world and your peers is going to be unique. But then we get into our family dynamic, the person we show our family. Now, of course, I'm going to act different around my mom and my dad, you would think, but I don't. I act the same as I do around my mom and my dad as I do many people. And it's just what I have learned throughout the year. It just keeps the balance. It makes my life simple. Because if I'm going to be over here pretending to be this person and then going in this group of people pretending to be this person, that's a lot of energy to pretend to be something you're not. So I remain in a constant state of balance. Now, of course, that takes time. And I'm not saying that you're going to be balanced immediately just from listening to this podcast, watching the video. But what I will say, it is a process, it is a journey. When you start to figure out that balance, then you say, well, what I show the world and what I show my family is going to be in line. Now, of course, you might go above and beyond for your family dynamic, but it doesn't mean that you can't go above and beyond for what you show the world too. One of the things that is like my pet peeve is people who go out and they take videos of like giving money to homeless people or giving food to homeless people, I understand why you do it. I understand why you do it. I'm not saying that you're a bad person because you do it. But for me, this is my opinion. I'm not going to attack these people. I don't need that attention. If I want to do good in the world, I'm going to do good, and no one's going to know I did that good. Because the world has come to a point where if it's not on camera, if it's not on video, if it's not on another outlet other than the mind, it never existed. That's why everyone is so quick to take a photo of their food before they eat it, because once they eat it, it's gone. So now they're trying to find a way, okay, how can I show this food off to the world so there's a remnant of it still out in existence so I can show people this is what I ate today. This is the meal that I have. Look how luxurious it is. Or helping this person. Look how helpful I am. Look, I'm doing good in the world. You can do good in the world too. But there's something different about being silent and being humble and being generous. Because the people who don't go out and say, oh, I'm doing this for you. Here's this much money. 
take care of yourself, right? You should do that out of the goodness of your heart. Now, I will say I do enjoy the videos of people recording people who do these generous acts and the person never even wanted to be on camera. It can be difficult to understand, okay, is this staged? Is this not staged? Sometimes you can tell, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you might say, oh yeah, this is possibly, you know, just out of the blue, someone did something kind. Kindness is one of those things where it just has vanished almost, right? They say chivalry is dead, but it actually isn't. It's just that people have become so recluse in their emotions and what they show the world that kindness is not on the agenda. Now, of course, they might have a certain level of respect for people in general, but it doesn't matter if it's a cordial type of respect or a humanly type of respect. Who we show our family is going to be typically a little bit deeper, getting closer to who we really are. Because when we're with our spouses or when we are with our close friends, we're going to be more playful, more happy, more cheerful. We're not going to be monotone. We're going to be boisterous. We're going to be happy. We're going to be excited. And I will say that I have learned to be monotone. I have learned to just be regular. It is a process, right? It took me from high school, I think, just to get my emotions under control. And though they're under control, sometimes you just want to let them out. Sometimes you just want to let them run free because they're so powerful. Emotions are so powerful. So we go from showing the world our emotions, our fake emotions, maybe, maybe if we have a rough day or someone had passed away in our life, we put on a smile. The world sees that smile and they say, oh, wow, you must be doing good. And they don't ask. But then you go to your family and you put on a smile for it. But they realize something because their family knows who you are. And they look at that smile and they say, something's not right. And they might ask, they might not ask, but they know that smile is not the same. So just the energy dynamic from what you show the world, even if it's the same thing as what you show your family, they should be able to tell depending on how close you are to them what your true emotion is. Now, sometimes they get it right, sometimes they get it wrong. No one's a mind reader, but at the same time, we don't want to parade our emotions out for the world to view and say, oh, wow, this person's going through a hard time, this person is doing this, this person's feeling that. Our emotions are for us to go through, and if we need help, we can get help. Whether you seek a therapist, to seek a coach, seek a family member for some guidance, advice, that is going to be up to you, determined by you. And it's not going to be like, oh, this person is this way. You decide what you need. And sometimes you might get to the point where you don't even know what you need or that you're afraid to go out and get the help that you need. Maybe you feel lost, right? Depression is that. You don't know what you're feeling because depression is so many emotions combined into one word. So you might be angry, you might be sad, you might be lonely. There's so much to depression that requires an unraveling. And it takes time for that. And I know I've worked with people who have suffered from depression. And the thing that I do for them is I plant a seed in their mind. And that seed takes time. It takes about a year. And you might think, a year? 
I'm going to be depressed for a year. You're not going to be depressed for a year. You're going to be depressed sporadically throughout that year because depression is going to be coming and going throughout that year until that seed finally sprouts. And then now you can say, I understand because it is a building block. It is a compound effect to getting rid of depression. Now, of course, you can take pills and that's a quick fix, but the quick fixes are never good. I remember when I was younger, my dad, he he was infatuated with duct tape. So whenever something broke in the house, he got the duct tape. So I remember one time we had a screen door and the screen fell off the door and we live in the ghetto. And so he got some duct tape and he made a window of duct tape. Now, of course, it didn't last long because it's duct tape. And once the sun hits it, boom, it's done. But that was what he used, right? He was using the tools that he had. Even though it was a quick fix, it worked, but it wasn't a long-term fix. Eventually, we had to get a new door, but that was a process. It wasn't like, okay, well, I fixed the door, and now the door is fixed, and I don't have to worry about the door ever again. It was a Band-Aid. If you get shot, you don't put a Band-Aid on your wound, right? You put a tourniquet, and you go to the hospital because you have to get sewn up, right? Now, of course, you could stuff it, things like that, but then you have to also check what's on the inside, right? What damage was caused on the inside? Because, yeah, you might see a cut, but how deep is it? That's depression, right? We don't know how deep it goes quite yet, but a seed, and goes deep into the earth, and eventually sprouts. No matter how much darkness it has to go through, uncertainty it has, it chooses to grow. And when it finds the sun, it turns into a plant, flower, something. And we have to figure that out too. Because deep within us, we have our third self. And that's going to be that seed almost. Our true self. We don't show the world this often. And sometimes if we do, everyone is shocked. They're like, I can't believe this person did this. I can't believe this person said that. Because now we're operating under the bounds of who we truly are. And it's different. Because if we can focus on that person, our true self, we can learn to harvest the power without allowing them to come out. Because the person I have within me is very powerful. And it's not so much of me thinking I have an alter ego. It's just knowing my skill set and then putting it in different categories. So the category of me saying, I'm going to have this person be my true self, he reflects, or that person or that idea of that person reflects my truest thoughts. I believe many things that I already openly shared with people. I believe people shouldn't be weak. I believe people should go out every single day and to push themselves regardless of the challenge or regardless of the circumstance. That is who I am. From being a teacher and understanding that whole dynamic, I have learned that my expectations are so high and I'm not going to lower them for anyone. I don't care if you're a kid. I don't care if you're a dog. It doesn't matter. You are going to rise up to my expectations because people reach expectations. If you have low expectations, people will aim for those low expectations. It's science. The mind is naturally lazy. So if the mind is naturally lazy and we give it a low expectation, 
guess what the mind is going to do? It's going to hit that low mark because it says, well, I accomplished my goal. I gave you all the energy you said you needed for the minimum amount and you did the minimum. So now we have a world of people doing the minimum, right? They're not going out and they're not pushing themselves to be more. So that's where complacency comes in. That's where unhappiness starts to build up. And people wonder why they have such a miserable life. Well, they should start to look at who they are, who they're showing the world. There was a pianist and he is no longer here, deceased, but he was world renowned. And he would practice religiously every single day. And he had a saying, if I don't practice one day, I notice. If I don't practice two days, my wife notices. If I don't practice for three days, the world notices. So if we just go in reverse order, he notices on the first day when he doesn't practice the difference in his playing. That's his true self. Then we go into two days now he hasn't practiced. His wife notices, his family notices, the people around him, the close bonds around him. Then we go into the third day of him not practicing. The world can notice a difference in his playing. That's so powerful because that concept of not practicing one day, two days, three days, of course, we're going to be the first to notice. Then the people around us are going to be the ones that notice, and then the world is going to notice. So... If the world notices something's wrong in our life, that means we didn't do work on the inside of who we are, number one, and then working with our family, number two, and then now the world can see our troubles. So if you're at the point where the world is seeing a side you never wanted to share with them or a side that is not going to be beneficial for you in the long run, then you might have to do some internal work. And this blog here, The Person Within, goes into detail. It gives stories. It talks about the golden rule. There's many different things that you're going to get in this blog that we didn't talk about today. But what I did talk to you about was the synopsis of your true self, your person you show your closest family, and the person you show to the world. So, of course, I always recommend reading the whole blog not because I want you to read it, but because it offers a different perspective from the podcast. And that's going to be valuable in its own right, because if you understand that I'm going to be learning something to help me evolve and to grow into a better and stronger person, that's a win-win in my book. It's a win-win. It should be a win-win in your book and grow as a person you're going to start to see that your life can be something amazing because right now we all have the power within us to do amazing things. In a sense, we're all limitless. But at the same time, we offer and we present limits to our mind and to our body and to our life. So we need to get out of the habit. We need to get out of that way of thinking. And then we need to focus on who we can become and not be afraid to find a balance in our life, not be afraid to show the world who we really are. Because if we can show the world who we really are, then we can utilize our fullest power and not be afraid of the repercussion or the critique of the world, the critique of our family and our loved ones and our friends, because we're not concerned by what they think or what they know. 
we are only concerned by what we do and what we will do. Because that's more powerful today to go after our tomorrow than to wait and try to make everyone happy. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, you can email me session at gmail.com. Of course, if you're looking for coaching, reverendconcepts.com. You can always sign up there. I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone, take care.